The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the Mitzvot Today's daf has been dedicated in memory of Saul Katz By Mr. Richard Katz Daf Yud Tet Today's daf is being studied Le'ilu Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden Amen Today's daf is being studied Le'ilun Nishmat Mazal Bat Frida Shenefteret Bekitsur Yamim Veshanim Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden Amen We begin today's daf Today's daf is being studied L'fuash Shilema Rabbi Morenu Verabbeinu Hacham Uvadya Yosef Ben Gurjiya Enna Refanado Enna Refanado Enna Refanado Fata Nefesh Fata Guf Fata Kerobada Bebekhenya Rasul Ben Omar Amen We begin today's daf on Yudtet Amud Rishon On the fourth line Just to review the sugya that we're involved in now We're learning the mahlokit between Abaye and Rabah And the subject of Pitekra Yored Vesotem we discussed a case on yesterday's daf of a sukkah al-gabe achsadra. That you had the sukkah on top of the balconies. And the balconies were more than four amot away from the walls of the haser. So you could not employ dofen akuma. Then you put schach on top of them. So according to Abaye, he said it's still kashir. Why? Because you have walls from the balconies themselves. The balconies go down. Using the principle, the lip of the tikra of the roof, yored, goes down, and it closes. And he says you could say it on all four sides. Rabbi on the other hand said, no, you don't say, yored, in such a case. So comes the Kabbalah and says, Tenan, we learned in our Mishnah, one of the cases of our Mishnah was, Exactly this case, a chaser, that's mukefet, that's surrounded by achsadrot, that has these balconies, ledges, you know, around the roofing, the entire uh, chaser. And the Mishnah said that if the achsadra is more than four amot away from the walls, so then it's pesula. So the Gibran says, Ve'amai, ne'ma pitikla yoreh v'sotem. Watch the Mishnah, says pesula. Based on according to Abayeh, Employ the pitikra yoreh v'sotem. The chavra should be kishram, which is a head-on question from the Mishnah against Abayeh. Targema rava alivad Abayeh. So rava interprets the Mishnah to defend Abayeh's position. Even though rava himself argued on Abayeh, but uh, rava defends Abayeh's position. He can say because kishishva itchirotav. We can explain the Mishnah where the uh, walls or the skach we should say of the. Aksadra, that Hatser case, was not above the uh, Aksadra, but it was equal on the equal level. His was flush 
with the uh, Achsadra uh, lip. Look, if you look in your picture books, you see it in uh, 121 in the Hamaor, you see the uh, the picture, you see the Achsadra, and right on the same level, on the same plane, is the Schach. Now, what does that do? It makes your Achsadra uh, lip, the Pitekra, not visible. Which means it's not recognizable anymore to say Pitekra Yurad Vesotem. When does Abaye say Pitekra Yurad Vesotem? Is what? If you have the Schach, let's say, on top, right? So therefore the lip is exposed underneath, and therefore the lip will go down. However, here it's all just one straight Achsadra followed by Schach. It's not Nikar. It's not recognizable. So therefore, even Abaye will agree. You do not say, Pitekla Yored, Vesotem. Let's read Rashi Keshva, Et Kirotav. She'asa Kiruyo Namuch. You made the Kirui, the roof of the Schach, a little lower. Ve'lo natan Rashikrim al-Gabetikra. You didn't put the uh, schach, the the, uh, the wood of the schach, on top of the tikra. Shiye pitikra nir eba, that the pitikra, the lip of the tikra, should be visible. Ela telaan beshave, you put it equal. Lefia nesarim she'en chudan nir eba sukah, because now the chudan, the lip of the tikra, is not going to be visible. Because it's all one uh, straight uh, plane. So that's the case. Even Abaye will agree that you don't say Pitikrav, you read Vesotim in such a case. Comes the Gemara and says, Besura matni leha shemata behai lishna. The above machloket between Abaye and Ravah regarding Pitikrav, you read Vesotim, that was the version, the way they had it in the Yeshiva in Sura, the way we learned it. However, Bepompedita. In the yeshiva in Pupedita, Matni, they had a different version of the Mahloket of Abaye and Rabah. What was their version? So like this. Sikech al gabe aksadra she'en la pesimin devreakol pesula. According to this version, if you have a schach uh, on top of an aksadra, same case with the, uh, you know, the balconies that are coming out, she'en la pesimin, that doesn't have those poles. Which means that that was the case that we had a mahloket in the first version between Abayin and Do you say Pitikra Yored Vesotem or not? In this version, the Vreakol Pesura. Everybody's going to say, if you don't have Pesimin, if you don't have those poles that are coming down, it's going to be Pasul. Yeshta Pesimin. In the case where you have the Pesimin, those poles, Abayin Amar Keshera, Rava Amar Pesura. In that case, you could have a mahloket. Then the first version, if you remember, in the case of the Pesimin, everybody agreed it's Kashir. Because the poles were within three different of each other. So everybody agreed what? They say Lavud on the poles, and therefore the walls are there, and Yitzchak is Kashir because you have walls. In this version, no. The case of Pesimin is actually the mahloket between Abayi and Rasul. a major difference between these two versions. In the second version, there is no pitekra yoreh v'sotem according to anybody in this case. The whole mahlukah is, do you say lavud by the walls or not? So Gibra says, Abaye Amar Keshera, Abaye says that when you have pesimin, when you have these poles, the sukkahs keshera, amrinan lavud. You employ the halachic principle of lavud, meaning since the poles are within three times of each other, we consider it closed, and therefore the wall is a valid wall. Rava Amar Pesula. Rava says, no, Pesula, lo amrinan lavud. You don't say in this case lavud. Let's look at Rashi. 
יש את הפסימים בפחות משלושה אבאי, אמר קשתם אין לבוד, הוא עושה חידוש, ואף על פי שהפסימים לחלל אכסד ונעשו, ולא לאוויר החיסון. The Hidush is even those Pesimim, those poles that were put up around. What would they put up in order to wall? What's inside, not what's outside of it. Which is those Pesimim are really placed to wall what's under the Aksadra. Mm-hmm. Right, going inside towards the houses. That's the main thing of the Hasid. It wasn't intended for a sukkah, it was a Hasid. Now you want to change the intent of the Pesimim and use it as a wall for... What's beyond it? For the outside, meaning the sukkah. So the Hadush of Abayyeh is that what? Even though it was not made for the avira hitzon, for the airspace that is beyond it, it's still considered a wall. Why? She's bottom line. It's a wall regardless. Because bottom line, if you have three tefahim, or less than three tefahim between each pesimim, it's going to be closed. So I don't care if you built it for the inside, and you want to use it for the outside, a wall is a wall. And therefore you can use it on either side. So hold it. Who made the law of lavud? לבוד זה לחלק משהו מסיני. וחיגמירי לא ליות מחיצה לחלל נאסה בשבילו. מה למשדיה לא אקח ולא קלו. Jesus went to לחלק משהו מסיני. Doesn't say any wall that has pesimim that were three three are going to be considered לבוד. It's only a wall that was made for the sukkah. And since this wall over here was not constructed for the outside for the sukkah, which beyond the aksad that was made for the inside, you don't say shadir and hakav and You don't say put it on both sides. So the machloket between Abayim and Lavav is fantastic machloket the gaber lavud by mechitzah. Abayim says, what's the difference? It's a mechitzah. What do I care if you're doing it for this side or for that side? Bottom line, once you make it a wall, a wall's a wall. It'll work for both sides. I don't have to have kavana for the inside or the outside. According to Ravad, Ravad says, no, 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 no. This is the halakha of Sinai. It's not, it's not just a wall. And what, when does the halakha of Sinai work? When the wall was made for the sukkah. And since this case, the wall was not made for the sukkah, it was really made for the aksadra. And now you want to use it. No, we're not going to say halakha of Sinai. But again, in the Pitik Rai, the Sotem case, everybody's going to say, Pesula. We're not going to say that the aksadra uh, uh, walls uh, go down and wall the sukkah. You have to say, according to this second version, that uh, there is no halakha uh, l'moshem sinai of pitikra yored besotem. That's not one of the uh, uh, cases by a sukkah. Now, who's the halakha follow? So the Megavara says, Ve'elcheta kedeshna kama. Halakha follows the first lashon. What's the first lashon? Nashi. Derava. Uh, following Rava. So if you follow the first Lashon of Rava, that means we're not going to say Pitekra Yored Vesotem, because that was Rava's opinion in the first Lashon. However, if you have Pesimin that are within three to five of each other, you will say Lavud. Okay, so it's two, two Alachot just came out of here. Lo Amenina Pitekra Yored Vesotem in this case. However, if there's Pesimin, you do say Lavud. So she says that. Velo Kedeshna Batra. Telavud Amrinan. We're going to say Lavud. Afilu Leavir. Avasti Mat Pitekalo Amrinan Ela Lehalal. So that she tells us over here. The Hedush. 
you do say pitka yurid vitzotem. Just that, well, what's that about the reason why in this case you didn't say pitka yurid vitzotem? That since the achsadra was made for the inside, for the roofing of the house, and not for the halal of the sukkah, you don't say pitka. So there's a difference in lavud and pitka. Lavud. A wall's a wall. What you have to eat the fahim within each other, it's a wall. I don't care for the inside, for the outside. That wood you can say for either side. But it's only for when the wall is made for the, when the lip is made for the sukkah, not for the uh, house. So they're making a haluk between the dinim over here. So again, according to lava. Comes the Gemara now and gives another case. That's Asher. Oh. So he did this, he made a sukkah on the aksadra, on the, uh, on the balconies, he put the skak on top of it, there was no pesimin. And it was more than four amot away. So you didn't have the dofen uh, akuma. Let's review, if it was in the four amot from the walls of the houses, so of course you'd say the walls of the houses go up, and they go across, therefore you have dofer akuman, yishak in between, therefore be kashir. The anush of he sat in it, even though there was no dofer akuman, it was more than four amot away. So the Gemara says, Amar leh, lo savar mor, had amar rava, yesh la pesimin keshera, em la pesimin pesura. Hold it. Don't you hold like rava? Lava says without Pesimim, you don't say Pitikayre Besotem. And therefore, why are you sitting in the Sukkah? It's got no walls. It's Pasul. <coughs> so, with Rav Kanadir, he pointed. He showed something to Rav Asher that he might have not seen. And once he saw that, uh, Rav Asher was relieved. What did he show him? One, one of two things. He showed him a, a pole or a beam that was only seen from the inside of Sukkah, but was shaveh, was flush to the Sukkah from the outside. I'll explain to you what that means in a second. Or we showed him a beam that was only seen on the outside, but on inside it was flush, so you couldn't see it. Now, what are the cases? So let's look at uh, 123 and 124 in our uh, picture books. The first case is like this. Let's say you have your uh, perpendicular walls. Okay? Two walls yet. In a Haseh or right? Now, originally, when Lavashesh saw the Sukkah, he saw a position, so he figured he's using the lip of the Aksadra going down. So, in order to make, let's say, his third wall. Okay, that's what he figured he was using. Like two walls he has already. Okay? So now he needs a third wall. So, it'll go down and it'll make a wall. Okay? To that, he said, What are you talking about? That's going, going to who? Abaye. We don't go like Abaye. Don't we go like Baba? Where's your third wall, Rabbi? What, what are you doing over here? You can't say Pintikra. It's to have two walls. Is that kasher? And the only way to make this kasher is Pintikra. He said, no, you missed something. He shows him, like it says in picture number 23. On one of the walls, on one of the perpendicular, well, let's call it the, uh, 
the eastern wall. Okay? You have an eastern wall and a southern wall. Okay? Perpendicular to each other. Now, there was a pole that was next to the eastern wall. Right? Right uh, up against the eastern wall. Okay? Going uh, across uh, into the position of the... You have the south going to the north. Okay? Across from the southern wall. Now, from the outside of the sukkah, you cannot see it. From the outside of the sukkah, when you look at the eastern wall, it looks just like it's thick. You see, like it's, it's part of the eastern wall. You just think that the eastern wall has a little thickness to it. However, when you stand inside the sukkah, you're actually able to see that this is actually jutting out, so it's really and this is actually the third wall of the sukkah. Because the third wall, all you need is a tefah. And there's a tefah. So he was saying, come here, look, look, you, you, you see the beam coming come inside the sukkah. He was looking from the outside. So he wasn't able to notice that there was a beam over here, a third wall. Or, in picture 124, and actually, this is the only case that she discusses. It seems that she only had the girsa of mm-hmm. That's the girsa of she only had this case, which means like this: there was a um, a pole again on the eastern wall, right? But it was jutting outside, okay, outside the wall, okay, towards outside the sukkah. And therefore, standing inside the sukkah, you don't see a, uh, a any, 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 any third wall. You just see on the eastern wall a little thickness at the end. So you just think it's the thickness of the wall. But you cannot see that it's actually jutting out outside. And therefore, he told them, come look. It's the name of Come around, and from outside you'll see that it's actually protruding. And since it's protruding, that'll make your southern wall. That'll make another wall. Yeah, it's all, it's all, it doesn't matter. Which means, so long as you have a uh, tefah of wall over here, like Rashid's last one is, If the guys that were standing inside, you don't see it. You do see that this... Uh, uh, pole over here is actually the beginning of the third wall. So therefore, he was kosher. He was relying on what? On the third wall. Yes, even though it's jutting away from the sukkah, doesn't matter. So long as you have a tefah of uh, beam, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So tefah bottom line is on the third wall. So therefore, we consider it going the whole way across. So it is two walls and a tefah. So Rav Asher originally thought that Rav Kanaz relying on Peter Kaira Vesotim. He told, hey, what's going on over here? He says, He pointed to him. Either he showed him from the inside of the sukkah or from the outside of the sukkah. There was an actual uh, wall there that was serving as the uh, third uh, tefah, as the third wall. Comes the Gemara and says, Detmar. Now, who says this is good? Which is, maybe you'll argue and say, no, a wall to be a wall, it's got to be noticeable. On both sides. So the Gemara says, no, we notice some Arubin already. Detmar, we learned. If let's say, we'll take the case of a, uh, a Mavui. Okay, let's review the laws of Mavui. You have an alley. Okay, on both sides you have Hatserot. Can't carry in the Mavui. Right, you need an adjustment. What's your adjustment? Either a Lehi or a Korah. Now, what is the Pshat Lehi or Korah? It's a Hekir. Right, so when the people walk out, they'll notice, oh, 
It's an adjustment. I got to stop at this point. I cannot continue walking because then I'm going to end up carrying an A to shoot. So the Gemara Erubin said like this, If let's say the Lehi was only noticeable from the outside, But on the inside it was Shaveh. I mean look at picture 125. 125 you see you have a Lehi flush against the wall, the outside wall of the Mavui. Okay? Now from the inside, you just think that the wall of the Mavui is just a little thicker. But you don't see the actual pole. From the outside, however, you see the Lehi, you know, against the wall over there. And obviously it has the Shuravei Tefah. So you would argue, hey, if the whole thing is Heker, well, the guys in the Mavui, they don't see it. You can only see it from the outside. What's the deen regarding this? Is this a wall or is it not a wall? Does it make a... Heker is considered a mi'isat to matid the mavui or not. So the Gemara says, Nir'eh mi'bachut v'shavim b'fnim nidon mishum lehi. It does work as a lehi. V'lehi hainu pesimin. And what's the difference in lehi and pesimin? Which is this tefah that you're putting in your sukkah. It's the same concept. What is this tefah beam? It's like a lehi. And therefore it does not have to be noticeable by both sides to be considered a wall, even if it's only noticeable on the outside, and it's not noticeable on the inside, it is still legitimate. Look at Rashid uh, Amar Mor. Le'anyan mavui. Shikshiro belehi. Im natno lehalan minapetah. You put it on the outside of the entrance. Shishave. And it's flush. The lehi finishes with the length, it's across the length of the wall. It just looks like it's the end of the wall, which is when you're looking from the inside, you just see the end of the opening of the mavu, you just see a little thick. You don't see an actual pole jutting out. It's not jutting out at all. Right, it's not in the airspace of the but in the Rabim you clearly see a, a lehi protruding just like over there we're going to say it's a lehi to make it a wall so to my sukkah will also say that it's enough to be kasher okay? and that's considered the pesimim what's the matter? isn't it a sukkah also for shelter? No, but the minimum shelter is that the deen we learned is two walls and a tefah. That's considered shelter already. So that's the minimum shi'ur of a sukkah kishira. The haidush in this case is even though you can't see it from both sides, it's still, which we know two and a tefah. That doesn't have to teach us that. The haidush is even though it's a type of tefah that's not noticeable, still it's going to be kasher. Okay? Now. Comes the Gemara and continues. Now we discuss a new situation. We discussed it early in the Masechet. And now the Gemara is going to give us a few scenarios of a new case. Tana. We have a Braita. We're going to read the word as Pesal. I get the word Pesal. Pesal is kosher tzach. Not to be confused with the word Pesel or Pasun. Pesal is... A short word for Pesolet Gorin Veyekiv. We learned that kosher schach is what? The residual 
of the gorin of the of the wheat, which is the hay or the straw, and yekev and the husks. Okay, so psolet gorin vayekev. So they call psal. Okay, that's that's a short word for kosher schach. Psal hayoseh minasuka nidon kesuka. Oh, if you have schach that hayoseh minasuka, it literally protrudes out of the sukkah. Nidon, it's judged like a sukkah. Uh, what's the uh, what's the case? She says, what do we talk? What do you mean? The schach is protruding beyond the sukkah. What's the scenario? My psala yosemena sukkah. What is this? What's the case? What's the case of psala yosemena sukkah? The Gemara is going to give like a four different scenarios. First one, Amar Ola, Kanin hayosim leachore sukkah. The guy. He built a sukkah. Okay? He has, let's say, uh, uh, three walls, let's assume. He has the center wall, and he has uh, two side walls, and he puts uh, schach uh, across. And then what? The schach actually goes across the three walls and beyond the three walls. Okay? If you want to see a, a picture of what we're talking about, if you look at 126, right, you see a sukkah. Now its center wall is uh, is up front, is in the middle, right? Then you have uh, walls that actually, the side walls, actually a little longer. So your two side walls are longer. Your middle wall is in the middle, let's say, of that of those side walls. Your, your front is your sukkah. That's what the guy's intention was. To make the sukkah in the front. So you have a center wall, two side walls. But what? The schach that he put on top goes across the front sukkah and also over the center wall to the back. So that's called psal. It gets to the back. So the Gemara is saying at this point that the back sukkah is out in not only can you sit in the front, you can also sit in the back. So the Gemara is going to analyze. Gemara says, oh, we'll see in a minute. Very good question. So let's get the case first, then we'll see why would I think no. Gemara says, What do you mean? You need three walls. Which means the assumption is that, what do you mean? Even though the schach is going back, you don't have three walls. Because we didn't know that the side walls are longer. So the Gemara says, no, bedika. Well, you have three walls, which means the side walls go back <coughs> beyond the front sukkah, and you have your center wall as well. So you got the minimum three. The sukkah looks like an H. Okay. Hold it. Don't you need You need the minimum shi'ur of a sukkah, which is the minimum shi'ur of a sukkah is what? Seven by seven. You want to tell the guy he can sit back here. But you need a you need a shiur. The Gemara says bedeika. You have the minimum shiur as well. That's big enough. You also need Moshe and son. Gemara says bedeika. You got that also. You got everything you need. So the Gemara then says ihachi ma'in the memra. So what's the hadush then? You tell me I got a, I got a shiur. I got three walls. I have Sultan Rubama Hamata. I got my skak. I got everything working. So Hadush, what are you teaching me? They can send them to the back sukkah. Of course. Maudetema. Hu il vile gavai avide. 
since the center wall was really made for the front sukkah. It was made for the interior. Ulbarai lo avidi. Which means when you put that wall up, you didn't put it to serve what's behind it. Emalo. I might think that it's not kasher, that you can't count that wall. Kamashmalan, that it's okay. Now let's read Rashi. Let's read Rashi. Uh, one, two, three lines after they get white. Liberai lo avidi. Dofen imsa'ize lo lekach na'asa. Right? That imsa'i, the middle wall was not made for that. Vegam shebitstadin tehilatam leshem sukkah. It's the aleph. Leshem sukkah. Hapinimit na'asu. Even the side walls were also made originally for what? The front sukkah. Shekhnis dofen imsa'i letokhan. Which means, uh, after the guy noticed that what? He can get uh, additional space in the back. So, because the, the, the walls were long. So, what do you do? He moves up the uh, center wall a little. And now what? He gets the back. But originally, when he built the sukkah, the sukkah was built with intention only to use the walls for the pinimit. But now that he has some space in the back, so he moves up the center wall a little. So now the question is, is it kasher or not? So the Gemara says, yes, even though originally the walls were not made for the back, that's called psala yosem in a sukkah, nidon kisukkah. I mean, you can sukkah if you want, it's in the front, as well as the back. Okay? Now the Tosafot and the Dibur Matil, the Brai lo Abid, this is perush pe kontras dofen em saiz lo naase lekach. Okay? Vekashe. We know that already. Which means we know that the walls of the sukkah do not have to be made for the inside, for the for 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 the for, for the for the interior. What's the proof? In the case of the Aksadra, right? The, the walls of the Aksadra. The Aksadra, we said there's a kasher for the four amot. Because we say dofen akuma. Even though those walls of the Aksadra were made not for the sukkah, they were made for the house. And still you tell me it's kasher for the sukkah. So we know that the walls, even though they're not made for the sukkah per se, they were made for the inside, for the outside. So the, the, I don't need to give to tell me that even though the center wall was made for the front, you could use it for the back. So Tosfer has a different reading of this Gemara. He says, He's going on the kanim, on the schach. The sports learning, it's a hadush in the schach, that even though the schach that was placed, now it's the same exact uh, configuration, even though the schach that was placed, it was placed really for the front sukkah, and it was now placed for the back sukkah, kamash ma'alan, that's thin's bottom line, you got the shi'ur, you got the sultam ruba you got all that stuff, still it's going to be kasher, right? Because bottom line, I might think that you didn't make it for sin. But the sukkah, has got to be made for shade. Where was my shade intent? Mm. On the inside. So there's a big hadush in this camera. Psala yosem in a sukkah. That's the hadush. That since it's coming from a sukkah, that was made for shade. So even the back part that wasn't made for shade, it's drawn after the front sukkah. 
פסל היוסה מן הסוכה נידון כסוכה. אני רוצה בחדוש הקורא תראי תוספות סוד. זה מחלוקת אם די גמרא קורא תראשי תוספות. Is it חדוש on the center wall what it was made for? Or is it חדוש on the schach what it was placed for? Good, that's the first interpretation of עולה for פסל היוסה מן הסוכה. Now we go to the next, next opinion. Rabbi Rabbi Yosef Amri Tarvayu, Haqa, you know what the case is? Psalm 7 Nasuka, Bekanim Hayotzim Lifnim Menasuka. You have Kanim, reads, Schach, right? That Ayotzim Lifnim that goes inside the Sukkah, Umashcha Veazla Hada Dofen Bahadayu. And you have one uh, wall that is a long wall. That follows the entire length of the schach. Uh, you want to look at the picture, 127. Mm-hmm. You see a nice picture. Basically what you have is, you have your back center wall. Your right wall, to the side, is a very long wall. It goes all the way out. Okay? Your, uh, the parallel wall to that is a short wall. Okay? So you have your back sukkah is definitely kosher because you got three walls. You got the two sides and the and the back, yeah. right? And you got schachov and you got the shiur. The hadush is in the front over here. In the front, you have schach, but it's a funny sukkah. You got one long wall, and you got on the, on, a parallel to it nothing. Okay. Now what's the uh, what's the scenario? The front, you have three walls. The bottom line, I still got my center. And I got my two sides, albeit one side is longer than the other, but again for a kosher sukkah, what do I need? I need three walls. I have three walls over here. Which means technically all I need is two walls and a tefah. Here I got even better than two walls and a tefah. I got two walls, center and the side. What happens to be a little longer? The other one, so what? So what's the hadush? You tell me I could sit even in the front. Why would I think you can sit in the front? So the Gemara says, Mao de tema. Maybe you're not going to consider it a kosher sukkah. Why? Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. It's one, two, three, four, five lines after they get wide in Rashi. Ki Rashi. Kevan Since... The shorter wall does not extend all the way to the front. It's evident, says Rashi, that it stands alone. Because why did you make it small? You must have made it uh, uh, short because you don't want it to go to the front. You don't want it to extend to the front uh, sukkah. Uh, and, and therefore And therefore You don't have in the uh, Front as a result of this wall over here You're not going to have a Hekshir sukkah of 7 by 7 That's surrounded by Kosher walls Which means by the fact that one wall you made long Okay And one, long, one wall you made short So from the fact that you're short in that other wall That shows you you want it for the back. You don't want it for the front. Now, if it's not going to work for the front, how many walls do you end up having? You only have two walls in the front. You have the center, and you have the 
long wall. But you're missing the parallel wall. Kamash ma'alan demin sukahu. Va'avi keshtayim kelkatan v'shlishit afilu tefah. Telo mamshechad revizu keshera. Kamash ma'am what? No, no. Psala yosem in a sukah, nidon ke sukah. But that short wall, you consider it like it's a long wall. Which means, don't start reading into the guy's covenant and say, well, if he made that wall short, maybe he doesn't want it for the front. If he doesn't want it for the front, it's not extended, and therefore you have a... No, 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 no. If it's Yotzeh ben Asukah, it's Kashir, it's Nidot. Then why what? You're right. If he put only a Tefah, it will be fine. Because then I'll tell you, he's longer than two walls than a Tefah. But here, he did it more than a Tefah. He did it exactly the shi'ud of the inner sukkah. So, so I might think by the fact that he, he, he made it more than the tefah. His kavanah is what? She just wants to enclose the inner sukkah. But the outer, because if you just relying on a third, make a tefah, you cover everything. But you did more than that. So doing more, in this case, is, you might think it's less. Because by doing more, they say, oh, the guy's kavanah. He made one wall very long, but says that was nothing. His real kavanah is on the shorter wall, therefore he's only wants enclosing on the inner sukkah, and then we can it on the outside. Kamash ma'lan, that it's okay. Now, I want to point out, that's the way that she knows, the Rosh, oh, he has a different interpretation totally. The Rosh wants to say that uh, indeed, really, in this case, in the front sukkah, you don't have three walls. He learns that in the Khanameh, this short wall is not part of the front sukkah. And that's the Hadush of the Psal over here. Psala yosem in a sukkah, nidon ke sukkah. That even though, since, or I should say since, since this sukkah, the skah in the front, is coming from a kosher sukkah, even though it itself does not have three walls, it's still kashir. That comes out according to the big Hadush. According to the Rosh, he says, no, you're right, this front wall, it's, it's, it's not three walls. How can you say the sukkah is not three walls? Well, that's the Hadush of Psala yosem in a sukkah. That since it emanates from a kosher sukkah, it's nidon like a kosher sukkah. So it comes out according to that, she, this really not such a hadush. It's just a regular case of two walls and a tefah. So two walls and a bigger wall. So you might have thought that uh, it's not kosher because your intent over here, the short wall, the bottom line it's not, it's three walls. The Rosh says no, big hadush, you don't have three walls. Your front sukkah, by making it like this, it really your intention, you're showing that the walls are not for the front. And therefore your front is lacking three walls. And therefore according to the Rosh, when you're sitting over, you're not sitting in a sukkah with three walls. How is it kasher? Psala yosem in a sukkah, nidon Only because it's connected to a kosher sukkah, so we give the front the deen of the back. That's a bigger hadush according to the Rosh. Comes to give and continues another case now. Go to the next case. Comes the Gemara and says, Rabba bar bar Hana Amar Rabbi Hanan. He's a different case. Lo netzrecha ela lesuka sheruba silta meruba mehamata. Here's the case. You have a sukkah, regular sukkah, the four walls, all that stuff. And the majority of the schach is thick enough that it produces more shade than sun. But just on one little spot of the sukkah, minority spot of the sukkah, is very thinned out schach, that on that spot 
it produces more sun than shade. But even though, judge the whole sukkah, the whole sukkah is more shade than sun. But you got one uh, thinned out spot on the schach, that's more sun than shade. Mao de tema tipasel beach purta. I might think what? That the sukkah should be pasul on account of that small area. Kamash ma'alam. Kamash one that what? It's okay. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Ma'u de tema, three lines on the bottom. Tipase bach purta. Oh, so now the Gemara says, Umay yotze. Which is, how do you learn the language then? Psala yotze minasukah. There's nothing yotze minasukah over here. Which is, in the other cases, we understood the Lashon of yotze. In the first case, what? The schach, the psal was yotze, went from behind your front sukkah. In the second case, also the psal, the schach was yotze from the inner sukkah. Here, what, nothing's being yotze. You have a square sukkah with four walls. You have regular schach on top. And just that one spot, or one spot of the schach is balding. You know, it's a little uh, light. What's psal yotze? So that Gebarah says, yotze mechsher sukkah. Now you're reading into it. It's yotze, not protruding. It's yotze, it's... Its status is not kosher sukkah, meaning it's 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 out of the realm of kosher schach. What is kosher schach? This case over here is out of not protruding, not yotze meaning out, meaning out of the realm of normal schach. Normal schach is what? It's not segment. Normal schach is what? Look at the um, the case over one twenty eight. Right, you see the regular sukkah, majority of it is sutam rubah mahamata. It just that's at the end of it, right? You have some beams over here, right? No problem, sukkah kasher. It's just that there's more hamata rubah. So you might have thought that you cannot uh, sit under that part. that part of the sukkah, because I would say hey, uh, this this part technically is more hamata rubah. It doesn't matter. But since your sukkah itself is kasher, and therefore you judge as a whole. Therefore you have no problem. You don't look at the spot separately, therefore you cannot sit under this area. Kamashwa, it's okay. That's a hadush, okay? That the sukkah is looked as a whole. Right, that's no, okay. You could make it sit under there as well. Exactly. Comes again what Ann says. Ravoshaya Amar, lo nitzrecha ela, lishach pasul, pachot mishlosha besucha ketana. Oh. You have a sukkah ketana. Let's start off with that. What's a sukkah ketana? Seven by seven. Okay. You also have sukkah pasul. How much sukkah pasul you got? Three tefahim. Now, the shiur of sukkah pasul normally is what? Four tefahim for sukkah pasul. Here you only have three tefahim. Look at your pictures, 129. You see, you got your seven by seven sukkah over here. Right? So you have at the end... Let's say by, by, by next to one of the walls, you have less than three. Okay, less than three. Not three, less than three. So the Gemara says, what's the Hadush over here? Umay Yotse. Now let's analyze. What do you mean? Yotse. Nothing's Yotse over here again. It's all one sukkah. Yotse mitorat sukkah. It's Yotse mitorat sukkah. She'afilu min kasher eno. Meaning, it's Yotse. It's not even kosher sukkah. It's Yotse Mitorat Sukkah. Uh, you put metal beams up here. Yeah, that's is that Kashef that, that no. So again, Psal. Hayotse Minasukkah. 
that's yotzeh from the normal kashrut of schach, and you put it in such a case, the sukkah is kishira. Now, what, what's the logic why it's kishira? Because bottom line, less than three, I'll say the rule of lavut. No, lavut. And since I got the law of lavut within three of the wall, make believe what? It goes to the end. Now, the hadush of here is hold it. This is not airspace. This over here is schach. Pasu. When do we always say lavud? You have airspace. So, no, bring it to the end. So the Gebra says, Gebra says like this. Matkif lavud shaya. So, lavud shaya is the question. Lavud shaya is the statement. Lavud shaya is the question. Lo yehe ela avir. What do you mean? Hold it, hold it. Let it be schach pasul. It's not going to be better than airspace. Okay, let's treat the schach pasul as if it's not there. Ve'avir pachot meshloshat tefachim besukah ketana mi pasil, which means, do we say that avir less than three tefachim in the sukah ketana is pasul? Which means, what are you teaching me over here? Which is if I had a regular sukah ketana. Right? I got uh, a four and a half schach kasher, and they got two and a half airspace to the end. The law is, it's kosher. Why? I got my lavud working. Lavud makes believe that the four and a half goes to the, to the end, and I got my seven by seven. So you're coming to tell me, oh, Hadush, Psala Yosem, Rasukah, is the Donke Sukkah. What do you mean? Why not? It shouldn't be worse than Avir. Right? Look at Rashi. Which is more hamur? Air or schach pasul? Air. Why? The magic number for air space is three to five. The posel. The magic number for schach pasul is four. So now she's making a point. He's telling you all them. You're telling me that if I put schach pasul less than three, no problem with schach katana, of course. But I'm going to treat schach pasul more hamur than airspace? If airspace which three is posel, but less than three is good, kol sheken, less than three of schach pasul should be okay in a sukkah katana. Right? That's the uh, question. So Gemara says, now, Gebra says, Amar le Rabbi Abba. Big difference. Ze mistaref, ve yeshinim tahtav. Ve ze mistaref, ve en yeshinim tahtav. You're right. Both the airspace and the mistaref to make the sukkah kishina. And the schach pasud, mistaref, you got your lavud. No problem. Uh, but what's the hadush over here? Can you sleep under that spot or not? <laughs> now, which one do you think you can sleep under? The air or the schach pasul? So that she says, Amale Arabi Abba, Lahaka Ani Nidon Kesuka. You know when it says, Psala Yosemina Suka Nidon Kesuka? The Hadush is that that schach pasul that's coming out is like the sukkah. That what? You can even sleep under it. So that she's Hadush, the way he's learning the Gemara is that air space, the sukkah is kosher, but you can't sleep under it. Schach pasul, the sukkah is kosher. And you can sleep under it. So there's enough kamina. Can you sleep under it? Let's review. In both cases, I got lavud working. 
I got my sukkah ketana. Towards the end, I got less than three airspace. What's the thing? Can I can I can I sit in the sukkah? Yes. According to can you sit under the air? No. No Oh, same case. Sukkah ketana. At the end of the sukkah, I got less than three tefillin of sukkah pasul. Sukkah kosher? Yes. Can I sit under that sukkah pasul? Yes. That's the nafkamina Rashi. But something's there, right? And it's coming from a skach that's kashir, and you have bottom and some on top of you, it's going to be okay. Tosafot learns the Gemara the exact opposite. He says, no. Under the skach pasul, you can't sleep. And the case of the air is better. You can't sleep. Right? He says that those four, the different Gersaya, the ad like this. Hatam avir mitztaref v'yeshenim tahtav, v'zem mitztaref v'en yeshenim tahtav. So comes out, you have a fantastic ma'alot with the Rashi and the Tosafot, which is better? Is the airspace better or is the case of the schach better? Okay? Comes the Gemara now and says, Umi ikamidi, the isterufe mistarev hua atzmo eno kasher? Another Gemara has a fundamental question. How's this working? You have an item that's mistarev to yisuka, meaning you're using, let's give the airspace case. You're counting the airspace as part of your shi'ud, because you need it. You only have four and a half. You need seven. So I can count airspace as the other uh, two and a half wow. to get me to seven. Mm-hmm. But what? It's mitztaref, but it's not kosher. Do we say that? Which is the kawra? If it's kosher in your sukkah, sleep under it. How does that work? Do we have a case where something's mitztaref, but you can't... Use it? So the Gemara says yes. Amar b'Yitzhak ben Eliashev. In yes, you have the case. Tita narok yochiyah shemistaref l'arba'im se'ah v'tovel v'lo altalo tevila. What's the case of Tita narok? You have a case over here, a mikveh. What's the minimum shiur of a mikveh? Forty se'ah of water. Okay. Let's say you have. 39 and a half se'ah of regular clean water. The last half of se'ah is titan naruk. That's water that has in it like tar. Pourable mud. Right, what is it? Pourable mud. Pourable mud, exactly. Naruk. That you're able to pour. So it's liquefied. Okay? So you add that to get you to the shiur of 40. The deen is titan naruk is mistaref arba'im se'ah. It's mistaref. Your mikveh now is kosher, you can go dip. However, But if you have a full mikveh made out of titan darok, 40 se'ah, you can't dip. So therefore you have a case where it's mitztaref, but it itself is not kashif. Understand? That's the way the Gebra is learning. So what's the analogy? The analogy is, yes, you have the avir. It's mistaref, but it itself you cannot sleep under it. Now Tosafot does not like this analogy. Because the analogy is not similar. Which means, Adrabat, we see that Titan Narok, you can add it to the Mikveh, and you can dip in the Mikveh. 
So the Chavara that would tell you about a sukkah also. You could add, add it. And once you add it, the sukkah is all kasher. You just can't make a full sukkah out of airspace. I was like, what that? We know that. So therefore, he doesn't learn like Rashi. He has a different interpretation to this Gemara. He wants to say... He has a different understanding how to learn Titan Arok. That's the Buddha Matheil Titan Arok. But the point is, according to Rashi, that's the way at least he's saying. So it comes out bottom line that what? A sukkah that has four and a half plus two and a half airspace, the fishitat rashi, sukkah kesherah, ve'en yesherim tahtah. Oh, is that possible? That can be kosher, but you can't use it? Yeah. Titan Arok, you could use it. But why you can't make a spikveh out of Titan Arok? Okay, comes the next Mishnah. Ha'oseh sukkah to kemin sarif. Okay, you made the sukkah like a... Uh, okay, like a, a teepee or a hut. Right, what you did is, you basically have uh, two... Well, okay, he only has one picture, which is really 130. But that's not the picture we need yet. Just imagine that you have... Uh, in your art school, you have the picture. Okay, fine. Right? It's Kimin Sidif. It's like a... Um, a hut. Which picture are we looking at? Shaped as a beehive. Oh, shaped as a beehive. Okay. The hunters used to use that. Okay. Which one? Okay, in the picture book of Ahoda uh, Hadar, picture Resh Tet. No, that's a... Okay, that's a Sirif. Look at Rashi, Sirif. Kuch Shil Sayyadin. Okay, it's like a... Um, a, 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 a Kuch is like a, uh, a hive or a, uh, a hut for the hunters. Shorbim Baita Ahot. Right, they uh, ambush the birds. Which means it does not have a roof. It just has like uh, two uh, slanted uh, uh, walls like that, like the according to the picture of Reshtet over here. Okay, that's called a slif. Or another case, you just took a, 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 a wall and you put it. Uh, on a, a, a lean slanted against the wall, so you have your wall plus a slant. Okay, that's picture number Deshut. Uh, okay. Now what's the dean over here? So it says, "Haose sukato kemen srif o shesemacha lakotel kabili ezer posel." What's the Bili Ezer's logic? You have no roof. Which means bottom line, there's no tefah roof over here. The whole thing is wall. In the case of the street, you have two walls, like a, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a triangle, right? Two slanted walls going down. Okay, in the other case, you're just taking a wall and you're leaning it against the wall, so it's just going down. You have no official roof. What's the problem? If you say, Now, even though the whole wall is made out of kosher skach. Okay, so technically you say, all I need is, uh, let's say, 10 tefahim of wall. Now, after 10 tefahim of wall, whatever's on top of it, consider it roof. How much wall do you need? 10 tefahim? Good. So I'll say, maybe the first 10 tefahim is considered your wall, right, going up the slant, and then if I have seven tefahim of schach, even though it's not a roof, maybe I'll tell you, it's kasher, it's no good. Why? As she says, she'eno nikar mahu gagu mahu kotel, it's got to be recognizable. The oil meshupah lav oilu. 
mm-hmm. a oil that's on a slant is not considered an oil. Unless there's a tefah zakuf, which the Gemara will explain what that is. They say no. How? You don't have a roof. No, you have a roof. Consider the wall a roof. The wall is serving two purposes. It's part wall and part roof. Obviously, you have to say the wall is made out of stach. Kashir. Okay, so get, get, get these two cases over here again. Look at picture Reshtet. Uh, Okay, you got your uh, teepee, okay? You have your two two uh, slanted walls touching each other. On the top, you have no roof. Even though technically, if you wanted to argue, which I'm going to tell you, the wall can serve as a wall and a roof itself. Why don't you sitting on the coach of if you elevated from the from the ground a tefah, look at the picture. The picture it would be the ma'or. That's the picture we showed you in the beginning. That would be one thirty. You raised the sleeve from the ground a tefah. And you put, let's say, a board on, on the ground, no, which the is wall. a thickness of a tefah. Exactly, that's your wall now. Right. So now, what you do is over here that's now, my, that's my that even though you're arguing, what does that tefah do? You need a wall of ten tefahim. So we'll see. Or in the case of 131, where you took, let's say, the, the, wall, the wall that you slanted against the wall, you didn't slant it against the wall exactly. You put a tefah board, let's say. Now it's leaning against the tefah board. It's not flush against the wall anymore. There's a tefah board separating. It's going to be good. Why? Look at Rashi. First of all, you employ the law of lavud, which means even though let's say it's opened, right? Let's say you have a, a, a little beam over here, like like in the picture. There's no there's no schach on top. Okay. But bottom line, when you have a tefah separation between the uh, wall, the schach, let's say, the, the wall of your schach and the wall itself, so we say lavud. Lavud makes it what? As if it's complete. So now you have a full tefah roof. <coughs> so what does that do? Or let's say from the ground. It's complete with what? You elevated it off the ground, right? Uh, Even though there's airspace from the elevation to the ground, as long as it's less than three, we consider it level going down. What does that help you? V'yesham tefah zaku v'nikar atzniv shugag. V'chevat sheyesh po shi'ud oil b'skifa havi oil. What's the minimum size of an oil? A tefah. Yeah. To make a tefah, let's say for tum'ah. You have a tefah, that's considered an oil, right? Yeah. So here, these walls are going over a tefah. Mm-hmm. These ones have a tefah on the ground, mm-hmm. then they have these walls going up, then I could split the wall. I could say, part of it will be the rest of my wall, because I need minimum ten. Okay. So I have the tefah on the, the ground, but this oil now, this sreef is considered now gag. And therefore, I consider as if I have ten tefahim of wall, plus a schach uh, as well. If I didn't have the tefah on the floor, elevating the schach, it's not my heel on anything. It's not a gag. But now it's a gag. Why? Because it's elevated off the ground, a tefah. So it's like roofing over the tefah. No, you need ten. What do you mean? You need, it has to be more. According to some opinions, right? That's what the Rishonim point out. The Rishonim do point out that you would need at least seventeen. Why? You would need ten wall and seven schach. But the hadush is it's nikar now by putting this tefah off the ground or putting the tefah off the wall. And now on the wall, we understand because now you have a roof. 
once you have a noticeable roof, so now I can use the rest of the slanted wall as the rest of your roof. Right? And if it was to be considered kasher, tzach. However, when you don't have the tefa, it's not nikar, and therefore it's a problem. That's what the Gebaran says. Now the Gebaran says, my ta'amayu, the Rabbanan. What's the reason of the Rabbanan? They say, shipu'e ohalim ko'alim damu. They say, no, the slanted ohalim are considered like ohalim. Since you don't have to have a recognizable roof of kotvachamim. So long as you have kosher schach, even though it's not a slant, shipu'e. This incline of Ohalim is considered like an Ohil, which means it's a slash, slash roof, slash wall. It's okay. Abaye Ashkehel Rabbi Yosef, Abaye once found Rabbi Yosef, the Kagane Bekilat Hatanim, Mesuka. Remember the Kilat Hatanim? Kilat Hatanim is like a canopy bed. Okay, picture number 132. He was sleeping in this canopy bed in the Sukkah. How could you sleep in the uh, canopy bed? Right? Yeah. It's actually not that picture. No, 132 is the wrong picture. No, you, you have it in your... Uh, I'll look at the other book to find the right picture. Had the canopy bed come into a teepee? Yes, it's like a teepee. The canopy bed, remember that. That was the teepee. You had just one cross beam, and you had the... Uh, picture 62. Okay, we just say 62? Okay, let's go back to see 62. This is correct. 62 is the Kirat Hatanim. It's a canopy bed. Right. You see, it, it, it doesn't have a roof on top. It just comes to a, a point. So the rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yosef, was sleeping in that in the sukkah. Amar de Keman. Who are you holding like? Could it be the Isaac? Obviously, he held that what? It's still considered kasher. Why? Because he must know that it's not considered interfering. Why? Because he must not going to be the Isaac. That since you don't have a roof, and therefore, even though. Even though you have the slender, obviously we'll say even if it was made out of kasher schach, this shipuayo uh, alim, obviously also is not a roof, and therefore it's not interfering to the sukkah. So he told me, what are you following? Rabbi the Aizid? Shavakt rabbanan va'abad kerbi the Aizid? You left the rabbi's opinion that's the majority, and you followed Rabbi the Aizid? According to the rabbis, this kilat hatanim would be considered a roof. <coughs> Because they hold, even though it doesn't come to a roof, you don't have kosher schach. You had a regular canopy bed with the with the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 pole on top, and you have the uh, draperies coming down the side. According to the rabbis, is that considered an oil? Yes. Well, they need oil. There's no roof. They don't hold. You don't need a roof. They all that the incline is considered your wall and your roof. And therefore you're sitting in a enclosed area. And therefore Rabbi Yosef slept in that bed. So who must have been going like? Rabbi the Isaac. Because going to Achamim, it's considered a roofed area. But not the sukkah. So the Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef was doing it. So Rabbi Yosef sees him. He says, what? You're following uh, Rabbi the Isaac? You left the rabbi? You're following like Rabbi the Isaac? Amar He told him. Baraita ibchatani. So what do you want? I have a Braita. That's the opinions reversed. Rabbi the Isaac Mechshir. Achamim Poslim. That means the Achamim with the opinion that say... It's pasul, meaning the srif. The case of the Mishnah, 
We have a bright that says the opposite. That when you don't have a roof, according to the Achim, it's pasul. And then for the case of the kilat hatanim, no roof, then it's like it's an interference. So he tells him, Shavat matnitin va'avat kebraita. What does that mean? You left the Gersav, the Mishnah, and you followed the Gersav, the Braita. Amar matnitin yechida'ahi. The Mishnah was only said according to one view. Detanya Meaning the opinion of our Mishnah is only according to Rabbi Natan. He had it where Rabbi Li'ezer is I'm not going to take a Mishnah that's only going according to one rabbi, Rabbi Natan, and leave a bride that's going according to all opinions. And therefore, the Mahaseh is saying, Hachamim are saying, really, it is Pasul. And therefore, you can see by the canopy bed, because bomb there's no roof. Why? I got the Shippurayo Halim, I have the, you know, I have the incline. Incline's not a roof. You need a roof. And therefore, it's not going to interpose to your sukkah. Therefore, if you can sleep in the bed, and that's what Rabbi Yosef was, the whistle comes out, we have a mahlokit of what the mahlokit is, by the way. It's either to be the Aizr Posel or to be the Aizr Makshiba. What's the basis of the mahlokit? Can you consider, can you consider the incline or roof or not? Amen. Amen. Amen.